Glad you're with us for Community Matters on 95.3 WBCK and anytime at BattleCreekPodcast.com. You hear us Saturday mornings on the radio and then any old time you feel like it just by going to that BattleCreekPodcast.com and finding the episode you'd like to link to. Also remember that some of the resources folks talk about in these discussions are linked in the show notes for the episode at battlecreekpodcast.com. This will be one of those conversations for sure. And uh, really, the point is, attention, contractors and builders in Calhoun County, we have an opportunity for you coming up soon. Joining us today, Amy Rose Robinson with the Calhoun County Land Bank and Eric Cuttingham with LISC, which is the Local Initiative Support Corporation. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate it. Amy Rose, let's talk about the Calhoun Builders Connection kickoff luncheon and what that is intended to do. What we're trying to do is kick off a Builders Connection that will um, help support Black, Indigenous, people of color, and those that are in the trades, women contractors that are looking to either build in terms of workforce um, as individuals, or they're trying to grow their business. Um, All of this sort of stems from our W.K. Kellogg Foundation um, grant that we have for the Washington Heights neighborhood. We applied for that grant in 2020. Part of the whole mission of the land bank is to help revitalize communities in Calhoun County. And the grant is to help us specifically in that Washington Heights neighborhood where we are charged with blight elimination through beautification, demolition, rehabilitation, development, and this workforce development piece. So in this kickoff, we're really trying to gather everybody at the table to talk about what our community needs are around workforce development for the trades. Sure. So the idea would be to to put folks to work who maybe need that work and also accomplish this blight elimination that, that you've identified in the Washington Heights neighborhood in particular. We chatted with Krista Trout Edwards a couple of weeks ago, and and she alluded to these efforts, but this is a great opportunity to elaborate on that. So that that makes sense. Is it fair to say, let me just ask this quickly before we get to Eric, is it fair to say that there's a, a lack of support for the initiative that you need to accomplish in this area? In other words, you need these professionals. We most certainly do. The the two questions that we are trying to answer are, is there a need for construction trades in Mm -hmm. our area? Which which right now, I mean, the answer and the no-brainer kind of question is absolutely. The other question, whether you're a training facility to whether you're a contractor, is there energy around helping with this training? So those are really the two questions that we really need to answer in this kickoff. And then we can take it from there. Okay. Eric, maybe you can give us just a notion about what LISC is and then why you're a partner in this. LISC is short for Local Initiative Support Corporation. We are a CDFI, which is short for Community Development Financial Institution. Lending is probably our sweet spot in regards to the work, a lot of the work that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we touch on the entire gamut from A to Z when it comes to real estate and housing. There is a need for housing across the nation. West Michigan uh, and Battle Creek and Calhoun County as a whole, you know, are, are kind of facing the same issues and crises. 
And so uh, as an organization, from that lending standpoint, we operate very similarly to a bank or a credit union, except that we are mission driven. And so a lot of the work that we do or partner on has to they have a mission behind it. And so specifically, the land bank and LISC, um, we're looking to create affordable housing in our community. Um, one of the main programs that we're looking to work on is the attainable homes uh, model. But with that being said, you know, one of the things that's kind of my northern star in all of this work is I like to map it out like this, where you have somebody with an idea who says, hey, I want to create affordable housing in my community. And that sounds great. What it's typically looked like in history is there's an idea, there's an investment, there is a developer who comes in to, you know, create that housing. And then there's the contractor that builds the housing. And then there's an end product where, you know, it's affordable housing for somebody in, in our community. Well, typically those key components are wealth generating opportunities also. Right. Uh, so we don't just have to look at that end product as wealth generating. We can also say, well, how do we create a Calhoun County based investment? How do we create a Calhoun County based developer? How do we create uh, a Calhoun County general contractor to actually build this product um, so that we keep a lot of the funding circulating into our our communities? And maybe it's, it's actual homeowner who who's the developer of the project or the GC of the project. Um, and so there's just some unique opportunities where we're really exploring some of national best practices, local best practices, and really trying to find ways to implement. Yeah, it, I would imagine by trying to create that ecosystem, as you said earlier, uh, within Calhoun County, within a certain geographical area, there's uh, a greater sense of uh, stakeholder in that, right? That, that yeah. um, they're all working in their own community to try to uh, achieve a certain goal. And that probably makes a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it really does. Uh, and I think what we're facing also on a national level is there are a lack of individuals who have these specific skills and trades. And so I often categorize it as a losing battle in regards to the workforce development, because no matter how many individuals we get out there, we just won't be able to capitalize on every single dollar of investment that will be going into our community. We look at some of these catalytic opportunities, such as I know over in Marshall, they have the electric vehicle plant that's coming that will create 3,000 jobs. But somebody has to build that facility, right? And what if that could be primarily individuals from the county of Calhoun who's working on that project? What are the odds that we can get that workforce development in place in, in the time that's needed? But either way, it doesn't mean that we shouldn't shoot and strive after that. And so this kickoff, I think it will be a way to improve communication between agencies and organizations. We're inviting everybody to the table, whether you are a governmental entity, whether you are a for-profit, whether you're a nonprofit, or whether you're just somebody from the community who's interested in skilled trades or this particular initiative and or mm -hmm. if you just you know want to continue to develop our youth in regards to trade so that they may choose to take this path i think this will provide you know opportunity to have ongoing communication and strengthen a lot of the relationships in the community as it pertains to this industry specific of contractors and developers boy amy rose this could be a big group coming to these luncheons right i mean uh this picture that eric just painted of, of all the folks who could have a participating role in this is pretty broad but that's what you want isn't it because you're busy trying to figure out how to reduce blight and turn around these properties that that are not stimulating the tax rolls at this point so we do what it takes right Right. So 
that building of that ecosystem that Eric was talking about and the ability to attract businesses like Ford and like other industry to our area, one of the key pieces of that is housing. And right now, I mean, our ecosystem in Calhoun County needs to have, you know, more housing choices. We need the workforce development and the construction trade businesses to get them up to speed on being able to produce this housing. We need a home buyer pipeline. So those folks that may in our community, whether it's Washington Heights or Post Edition or Coburn or um, Fremont McKinley, doesn't matter. We need to be able to build our home buyers to the point where they can get financed and they understand that they may need some coaching and some handholding during that, that initial phase of trying to figure out what they need to do to purchase a home or even get into a, a quality rental housing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that building of that ecosystem includes commercial developers. It includes our, our residential builders. It includes having sites like the land banks where we in Washington Heights, we own 257 properties out of our inventory. That's an immense amount of property. And having those sites be ready to develop, have the pre-development phase completed, our title work is clean, the zoning is right, it's prime for development. We have some pre-planned building plans ready for people to start building. So that's part of the ecosystem. It is not something that just the County Land Bank is talking about, let me just say. So it is definitely... Um, that ecosystem term is going to be used more and more and more and more. And Eric can talk more about um, the workforce and the business development piece of that ecosystem. Yeah, and we want to do that. Let me just uh, mention this quickly. So Friday, April 14th is the next Calhoun Builders Connection kickoff luncheon. That's from 11 to 1. Really call it 1045 because they'd like to see you about 10 minutes early or so. And this is going to be at the Cool Family Center, Lou Boyd Room. These happen every month. So even if you're hearing this by way of BattleCreekPodcast.com and the date's gone by, there's another one coming. So check the uh, the Calhoun County Land Bank website for the next date. So I guess it's fair to say that if anyone has a skilled trades contractor connection or interest in Calhoun County, they're invited to this. Is that right, Amy Rose? Absolutely. Yeah. So we just want to know that you're coming. That's the only thing. So uh, there's a registration link for the uh, April 14th event. We'll include that in the uh, in the podcast show notes on battlecreekpodcast.com for this episode. Eric, you talked about the lending part being the sweet spot. So does that mean that someone who wants to become involved in rehabbing a home, buying a home, being the general contract and creating a business that does this, is that all fair game to come to LISC and say, I need money? Yes, exactly. LISC being one of the largest CDFIs in the nation, actually the largest CDFI in the nation, we try to use 
a lot of different models and we try to tailor it to the community specific needs. And so I think that's a part of the core of why we are doing these monthly meetups so that our list can have an ongoing space to engage those needs in regards to whether it's funding, capitalizing the lending needed for the purchase of property or the rehab of the property or uh, whatever that may entail. And oftentimes what we're seeing uh, in certain communities is there's what what is called an appraisal gap. And that's a situation where, you know, the home appraises for 150000 but the cost to build is $250,000. Uh-huh. Uh, and so how do we, how do we, you know, figure out that gap and how do we meet that need? And so the attainable homes model kind of looks at it from two different perspectives. A, how do we subsidize uh, some of the contractor in regards to uh, the development of the property? And then also, how do we subsidize a new homeowner? Maybe there is some way to meet in the middle. The piece that I really love about the attainable homes model is just it's building a home with some of the key components that creates longevity of a home, right? So we put somebody in there and, and you know, they don't want to run into a situation where they're running a uh, high consumer's bill or, or, right. or like, uh, you know, utility bills. You know, we want to put them in a situation where they have the necessary structure, infrastructure of a home that supports their family needs. One, two, even as simple as having a roof that we know doesn't have to be place for 50 years. When we look at that from a generational wealth standpoint, uh, how many times can we save you a few dollars along the way? So you can make that next, next uh, investment as as somebody who lives in a community of Calhoun or other. Sure, because um, a home is an immense responsibility. Of course, everybody, everybody, a lot of people want to be homeowners, right? Uh, but we don't want that situation to turn into sort of a house poor kind of situation uh, where it becomes a burden, right? It reminds me, we sold a family home once and the house hadn't been sold in 55 years. So the tax difference for the new owner was going to be significant. So we had the deal and they came back to us and said, your buyer can't afford the taxes the first year. Will you pay those? Oh, wow. So it it was one of those situations, like you described, where one of those things, the roof, some other aspect of it could change the story for this homeowner. And it's, it's tenuous. And I imagine Amy Rose, when you were looking at turning a property around, that's not been on the tax rolls, you don't want that property back. You've got to, you've got to examine those things, right? Exactly. So we have programs at the land bank that will help buyers through that development phase. Um, Develop This Lot was actually created during the pandemic. Uh None of us rested during the pandemic. Um, So we created this program that will help buyers that, like Eric said, it could be the person that's going to live in that home building this home. And this would be an opportunity for them to live where they want to live, how they want to live in what they want to live in. So what we're hoping happens with the Calhoun Builders Connection is that people from our neighborhood will be building homes in our neighborhoods. Right. So that was the key that was going to unlock that door to home ownership, to wealth building for their families and their community, as well as even providing income generating opportunities for those builders that may be on the small scale development 
track where they want to just, they want to build some affordable rentals, or maybe they just want to be able to, to help in their community in some way, shape, or form. The kickoff is really going to funnel, like we have everybody and their mom invited to this event. Everybody, <laughs> let me just say. So we have educational aspects. We have contractors, like Eric said, nonprofits, for-profits. But at the end, what will funnel out of that will be those that come to our monthly meetups to keep making those connections in the community. So whether you're a licensed builder, a non-licensed builder, whether you have a lawn mowing business or whether you are a drywaller, you can still make a connection with folks that are working in our community every month. So there's never going to be a stop in those monthly meetups. We can still keep connected and still make that person-to-person connection and have um, presentations that will be efficient and applicable and may provide a need for those that are attending our monthly meetups. I think what you're saying is these could become monthly networking opportunities to continue to make these connections. And I think you said that uh, really clearly. Really, anyone who's connected to this idea somehow or another, the trade somehow or another has an interest in that should be coming to these uh, monthly. So at the time we're talking about this, the next one is Friday, April 14th, 11 to 1 at the Cool Family Community Center, Lou Boyd Room. Many of you know it. Good thing it's a big room, right? Uh, And so uh, you want to be there a little bit earlier than 11 in order to get settled. The Calhoun Builders Connection Kickoff Luncheon. All of you will be there and your partners, so if folks have questions from either one of you, right, uh, they'll be able to to figure that out, especially, uh, I think maybe you've uh, you've rang a bell, Eric, with a couple of folks, at least, who've, who've heard this and said, you know, I'd like to do that, but the money thing might be an obstacle or, or some other obstacle. Even if someone's sitting here thinking there could be an obstacle, LISC could be able to help, and so could the land bank, I presume. We're really hoping to make those connections. Yeah, that's probably true, too, from the LISC perspective, right, Eric? If if somebody has a perceived barrier, they shouldn't let that stop them from coming to this. Right. And whether it's us or one of our other partners or anybody else who comes to the table, this work is always evolving and it's always ongoing. And I think we just have to be really creative. I think we have to build those long-term relationships. And the more we have those relationships and open communication, I think uh, that sharing of information will start to provide some of the answers that, you know, maybe Liz can't answer, mm-hmm. uh, maybe Land Bank can't answer. So uh, ultimately, we hope that enough people are at the table where all of the needs are met. We rarely, if ever, see that, but uh, that's what we're striving for. And again, I think the improved communication, the improved education of each agency and organization and individual at the table will start to cultivate uh, a culture where we're working together collectively. We're creating some of the opportunity. We understand what resources are in our communities and how to impact our communities based upon that information. Um, and as you say it stated, uh, you know, everybody who may be interested, uh, come on out. I mean, you could be somebody 
who works in the legal side of things. You could be an architect. You could be an insurance provider. This may be a space where you want to be really intentional on industry-specific insurance that you want to provide. Maybe this is a space that you want to come to, or it could be safety. Uh, and so maybe safety is your primary skill set or, or thing that you bring to the table, and, and you want to educate other individuals in the community how to provide safe construction spaces, and what does that look like? And so I think we'll have those ongoing conversation education opportunities. And so we're excited for the kickoff just so that we can really dig in. All right. So if folks want to be a part of this, what do they do, Amy Rose? They need to uh, RSVP somehow. How would they do that? Go to our Facebook page. We have a link as an event. They can register right from there. So Calhoun County Land Bank Authority Facebook page. Um, they most certainly could contact our office, landbank at Calhoun countymi.gov is our land bank email, and we'll be happy to get them signed up. Calhoun Builders Connection kickoff luncheon, April 14, 11 to 1, Cool Family Community Center. If you're hearing this at battlecreekpodcast.com and say, well, that's gone by already. No, no, it's every month. So check in with the land bank and uh, hop on that uh, luncheon networking train there and and get uh, get the information you need and be a part of this Builders Connection. Thanks to you both for this. Thank you. Thank you. Let's we truly appreciate it. Yeah, let's stay in touch too and and uh, check in as you have more of these. Thank you, Richard. Take care.